welcome back to another episode of the Juice for Geek Podcast. This is your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And this is Sean Luke. Welcome back, welcome, welcome back to another, another episode of the Juice for Geek Podcast. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Radio Williams, and that guy over there is John Luke. Yeah, I don't know what just happened. Um, you froze. That's what happened. Oh, so this is how we're starting this. Okay, cool. We come back from New York Comic Con, and everything just goes down to the cracker. Uh, which was an interesting con this year, being that the big wigs weren't there. It just felt to me, it felt like an actual con this year. Like it was about the independent artists. It was about the vendors. I think it was more fan and cosplayer friendly than than other years. Like it should be. It was very interesting. I'll give it that. But we do know that there's an episode of the Geektopian Presents Quicktopians that's about to be out. That's going to explain it. And plus, we're going to be working on uh what is that show called? It's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a very minute show. Uh, it's called the one, ah, the, the one that I am the face of, the Geektopians. Yes, uh, the one that you keep putting off, uh, but you are going to be talking about just a recap of Comic Con, um, and a up and down, I guess. Conversation. Well, it's what? more I, the way I, the way I was looking at it. It's much more of the uh, is this a one time thing or can can this be the future of what cons are going to look like now that everything is turning virtual. Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we have another awesome guest on this week, uh, to which we didn't bring you an episode last week, but this week we are bringing you a episode with, I want to call her an awesome voice actress, Twitch streamer, as well as cosplay artist. We are bringing you Ames Taco. Ames Taco. I feel like I'm just I'm butchering her name. Let's let's bring her on it. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm pretty tired, but I'm good. <laughs> hey, we all we all exhausted, like for reals. <laughs> so now that we got you on, um, let's get down to the nitty gritty. All right. First off, we're going to get rid of him because, you know, he's not really that important for the show. He's just here. He's like background noise, background fodder. So if he says something, don't don't. Oh, he's back. Sorry about that. You gave me control. So oh, if you don't, so Ames, I know if you're not aware, this is a constant thing that's been happening for like a couple of weeks now. So he finally decided to give me control of the, the green room and the backstage stuff. So mm-hmm. unlike him, I am I'm willing to have him say whatever he wants and not put him back. Yeah, so we're gonna on this episode, Utopians, we're not gonna make this about Sean. We're gonna make this about our guests. Um, so like Sean says, how you, tell us about your day. Just tell us, tell us about your day. Let's let's just start very simple. We're gonna start light and then we're gonna go full stream ahead. Uh it felt long. I had to drive and do errands, help my grandmother out. So it was like a long day. Mm. And then I had to record a couple things for a couple clients and audition for a few things. So I feel a little burnt out. <laughs> Oh, I'm well. I'm I am totally sorry that you have to be here. <laughs> no, it's okay. It, I wasn't. It, it, the thing is, the thing with like working entertainment, it's like things sprung up on you on the spot sometimes. So it all like landed on me on the same day. Mm. Like you know, like a couple people sent me like, "Oh, I was thinking of you. Can you audition for this?" And it was literally today. So you know what I mean. 
So sometimes that happens to me. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, this is the due date and I have time. But some of the stuff I had were like time sensitive. And then the work I had to do happened to be due today, too. So are you are you recording from home? Or are you? Yes, I, I record remote. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? I've been doing this for probably, uh, I want to say over, maybe over 10 years now. Oh, yeah. okay. For anybody looking to get in voice acting, into voice acting, how did you get into it? Like, what was the, was there like somebody who introduced you? They opened the door up for you? Did you uh, send out like, uh, I guess, demo tapes of yourself? Like, um. So I always been inter interested since I was a child. It's just like I knew I wanted to do this. And in high school, I like, you know, we were all obsessed with like going on like new grounds and e-bombs world. I would go on the forums and then they would have, uh, you know, like they would be looking for voice actors and stuff. So I would like, you know, mess around and see if like I would get auditions so i've done a couple like they they probably don't exist anymore i don't even remember what i did because it was so you know it was flash animation and it's so random everyone's like fresh in that time period think about this around like 2006 you know what i mean era okay. yes yeah, so you know how you know the, hum the humor the humor back then was a simpler time. It was stupid. It was so stupid. And like the animation was like, yeah. Like <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they all deleted their work. You know what I mean? But I was like, yeah, I would just mess around on forums. And then when I went to college, I took in like I think it was 2010 or nine, I took a workshop class in the city because I wanted to understand the business part of it. Like I was doing all this, like, you know, freelance, just going on forums and finding work that way and doing like random gigs here and there. And I was doing a lot of free work too. So I wanted to know how to like market myself, business contracts, you know, you're your own agent when you're non-union. Um, because of that class, I network with a lot of people okay. and networking was the number one thing that pushed me forward and got me even deeper into the world, into the form of being seen as a professional. So networking is the number one good thing. But a good start is to like, you know, forums. There's a lot of forums, there's websites and stuff like that. But networking is number one key. So we're going to hit the ground running with what you just said right now. So he here's something that um I had a conversation with recently. How does someone who basically doesn't talk to people on a normal basis, how can they network? You know, knowing that, you know, yes, networking is a huge part, but also the fact that they have like an issue just having conversations. And things yeah, like that. it's just you have to get out of your comfort zone. And it, it's hard, but like I'm, I'm naturally great at talking to people. That's just the thing. I'm always <laughs> good at. I, I'm sorry, I could be cocky on that. I'm just really good at talking <laughs> to people in general. So I never had that issue. Mm. But I know I have a lot of friends that are in this um, field, and they have that issue. And it's just practice. You just have to like you know swallow swallow it down and just go for it. And like the best way to go about it is sell yourself, but don't sell what you're doing or 
Like, just be yourself. Make friends. Number one thing is you want to make friends. Don't talk about work. Don't do, like I go to a lot of networking parties in the city. Well, before before COVID, there used to be a mm-hmm. lot of like we used to have these events where there's like uh, game developers, uh, agents, uh, like you know what I mean, like uh, just a mixture of people that happen to be all in the same criteria. And I knew someone that like a handful of us voice actors were also invited. So I would go to things like that in the city. And then I'm not talking about voice acting or anything. I'm talking about myself and we're just having a good time. And then that naturally happens in the conversation when they start talking about stuff. If they ask it personally, like, oh, so because, you know, they're like, oh, what do you do? Like, who do you know? And then that's where it naturally slides in. And that's how you get your open and especially if they already like who you are as a person and your personality shines through they're gonna think of you you want to make them think of you i think that makes perfect sense like because we we've been to networking events where it's kind of like you don't want to come across like oh i'm just here for just a straight business aspect yeah you want to be there and be like hey i have a personality i'm a human being this is who i am yeah with that being said. Yeah, because like, you got to think about it. These people, you don't think there's like millions of people that are always doing that for them. Mm-hmm. Like they're at a bar. You think that's what they really want to talk about right now? Like, nah, not at all. Sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, for example, when there was one time my uh, my workshop class, they took us to Titmouse, you know, animation Titmouse for um, their Adult Swim, they do like 85% or maybe 95% of all Adult Swim's animation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that studio is like, it's directly in the city. And um, when we went there, another one thing I like to do is I used to like, but this is what I would do, even not voice acting related when there's like, I don't know, to stand out. I'll wear like one of my fun hats. Like, it'll be, like, a really cute hat. Like, I have a Gundam hat, and it literally has, like, the Gundam pieces coming out. You know what I mean? Like, a very, like, hat that just grabs attention. And and then, like, um, everyone was asking questions and stuff like that. And then the guy was like, yeah, is there any more questions? And mind you, I accidentally came late because my train was late. and but So I missed, like, half of it. And then I was like, yeah, I got a question. And this is like the president of Titmouse. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, if you could be any dinosaur, what color would you be? And, <laughs> and it was the most randomest shit ever. And he's like, damn. And he went like a evil villain to the window, like a fucking Wall Street. <laughs> and he's like, damn. He was like, I had my omelet today and my shake. And I knew today was going to be the day where someone was going to ask me such a prolific question like you know what i mean like he loved the question and stuff like that sticks with people when you ask Mm -hmm. like when you ask like a question that can stick to them that throws them all that has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with what we're supposed to be discussing it like it shows your personality and then who you are and then you know what i mean you have like you know so that's a that's a beautiful thing i have you have no idea for so I'm going to ask, let's, okay. can we get into the dark side of being a voice actress? Like, can you please tell us? <laughs> because even with cosplay, there's a dark side to cosplay. There's a dark side to all forms of art out there. So uh, in- The dark side is because they see my headshot, I've gotten clients that really just hire me 
because they're looking for urban. So they're hoping they're looking for the brown quota. Yo, so they they literally will hire me, and then they'll be like, it'll be like those corny ass. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the skit. It's really funny. Where like is like it's like the McDonald commercials, or whatever. But it's mad urban, like like, oh. hey yo, I dead ass want some Sprite, and you know what I mean, like <laughs> like so unnatural the vin- the like the script is written oh but they're not using, they're not using a a v e correctly mm-hmm. so uh-huh. it just sounds so fake but there's like a skit where like someone does that and whatever and they're like uh-huh sister and then when it's over like and there's like yeah Brittany, that was a great job sydney like it's white people <laughs> voicing black women oh my god she cracks me up but yeah i get like um a lot of my when i have my headshot like I have, uh, I use Fiverr sometimes for like pocket okay. change, not like for like real money because Fiverr is a fucking joke. And there, the, the there is the most because of my picture. They're like, hey, we're looking for uh, a a girl to sound like she's starving in Africa and her parents are beat her and then she gets saved by Sweden. Like it was weird. I turn those down all the time. Like, so when you hear on the radio about starving children and stuff like that, and then you hear a kid's, a kid dubbing, uh, like, a, um, a dubbing of a foreign kid, that shit is voice actors. Like, that. that Jeez, that's, like, very specifically graphic, like. Yo. They wanted me to sound like, there was one about, like, this, it was, like, um, um, it was, like, a grape shelter. I, Mm -hmm. what rhymes with grape. Um. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for for young women in Africa, and then it was like it was this Scandinavian people that had like a foundation because I do a lot of nonprofit commercials, and I turned mm-hmm. that shit down because it was so like inappropriate. I'm like you, you can't find any child that doesn't speak English in Africa. Get the hell out of here! You're fucking like you're. It's full of shit, um, and and it's like so. It's just ugh, it's yucky. Yeah. So how often how often do you find yourself like coming across like a strip like that? Like is it like like you you get you, like you wake up in the morning, you know, you have tons of emails of like, okay, these are scripts that somebody sent me, like this is good, this is good. Like what would be the average of the amount of scripts that you get to you're just like, no, I'm not, I am not doing these. These are these are way out of uh just probably just- probably if I had to really say, thank God, maybe like five percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Thank yeah. God, like five percent. But there, but the funny thing about that five percent, there'll be like where it'll all happen in one month, so it feels like a hundred, and then I won't happen for the rest of the year. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so, there was. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go this, ahead. Keep going. I had I had this like guy, and I was like, this dude upset me so much. I went off on my like I was sharing it with my grandma, and my great aunt. I was like, hmm. am I crazy? Am I? like this feels ridiculous this guy had a book right and mm. it was a, it was about this little black this little black boy who lived with his single mother and his grandfather his grandfather was like a i think a korean vet or a vietnam vet and okay. he, he obviously had ptsd because he had like anger issues and he was the only black boy in this school and the kids were like mad racist they had a celebration day where they were celebrating the wizards aka you know kkk oh yeah this is a children's book and and then like they they complain he has he only has one teacher that treats him like a human being 
and they they confront the principal about it the the father and the mother they're like this is inappropriate like I don't want this in the school. Why are you guys celebrating? He's like, well, it's tradition. And these kids, because like one of the kids say something very inappropriate and treats this child like very wrong. And that's why they end up at a principal. And the guy's like, well, that kid's a good kid. And then he he's just raised that way by his home. You know, all that typical bullshit. So mm. the principal literally didn't do anything to resolve the to solve the issue and the the cool like loving teacher made a suggestion that he go to a different school on a different side of town which is very far from the house because he's used to walking to school because his parents are working and his grandfather works but now they have to go like across town he has to take a bus and everything and they like you know he goes there and he's like wow there's all these colorful kids and there's like this white girl that actually wants to talk to him you know what i mean like oh becky's so sweet to me and then like the teacher's black and she's and there's a letter that the teacher reads that the 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 nice teacher written about him and it's like please take care of so and so and it happened to be the same exact copy paste letter that she did for her when she was a little girl and had to transfer for racism and their safety and the moral of the story it gets crazier so when they <laughs> like it's the most ridiculous thing ever so when they go home from like school and he's like yeah I had a great day uh Becky said I could come over a house I can't believe this and then like as they're coming home uh, a cop confronts uh, the grandfather or something or something hostile and he says something inappropriate like a derogatory word towards him and another guy says a derogatory word and normally the grandfather's always like he made a whole speech at the old school when he did like um no it was the new school he had like a show and tell and he was talking about like nam or the korean war so it's like mad deep he's like yeah you stand up and you fight for what you believe in i was going through racism and getting beat up and and I'm on the same side like and they were treating me like garbage which is factual for a lot of vets that were mm -hmm. people of color so that's true but he was going off like I will always stand up for what I believe and then the grandfather when he gets the derogatory term yelled at him or whatever on the street and the son the, not the son the, the grandson thinks the grandfather is going to say something like he normally would stand up for that like hey that's not cool he doesn't do stuff he doesn't do anything he goes not today. You know what? Sometimes it's good to just stay quiet and just keep going, you know? And the moral story is just shut up and just deal with it and then find other ways. And then I looked up the author and everything and I was like, everything makes sense. So he's like, he's like, oh. he's this white dude that um, all he has as his personality is he adopts people of color like fosters kids and adopts kids of people of color mostly latino kids and like yes yes oh my god it was like i was feeling nauseous this this i'm not this generally got me upset because he's trying to like push this into schools and it was like a terrible message and oh man and then no, I, I, is, wow. I confronted him i confronted him i was like i'm sorry i have to say something i was like don't you think and i told him i straight up said i was like this is a terrible message you're telling them to just shut up and be quiet and just deal with the problem instead of speaking up and like changing 
what the issue is. And then he went off. He tried to go off on me and like gaslight and then like say, and then he tried to give me his whole, like I did theses on the hood and on people of color and the poor. I've, I've done donations, like all this weird creepy. That sounds like some strong white privilege shit. Yo, it was so creepy and inappropriate. I was so like speechless. I was, I was like, this deafness is so loud. I, I, I think that was the number one, like, worst encounter I've had with a client. I turned that shit down. I was like, no, I apologize, but I'm not doing this. He wanted me to read the audiobook for that. And I was wow. like, I'm not reading this. This is horrendous. I was like, are you serious? There's nothing. This, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I am stuck on, on the hood. Like, <laughs> yo, no. you didn't know he was he's he's so equestrian. Yeah, he, hood. Was like, <laughs> he was literally wow. like, Oh, I've saved cholo kids. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I'm well, glad I didn't meet this guy. Uh, if he said the yo, word cholo, I would have ripped him. Like, what, sir? I'm, what I am happy that we live in a time frame that these conversations are coming up. And I think this is a first for this show that we're talking about. This, so let's <laughs> let's let's shoot the shit on this when it comes to, to writing. I think that people really should stay in their lane. That's what I was and, trying to politely so, say to him. Like, like <laughs> stay in your lane. Stay in what you know. It's kind of like, and, uh, and I want to word this properly because I know once you say shit on the internet, it stays on the internet. It's kind of like when you have a, a person who is not a PLC, um, who writes stories about black characters or draw black characters. And as much as they're trying to create a, some form of representation of who that, who <laughs> that, that environment or, or where that person comes from, it's like, no, you don't get it. You don't get right to write stories about people of color. You don't, and I, and I don't want to close that door to everybody. Cause I feel like that's naive. I just feel like there's some things like me personally, as an illustrator, I would never write a story about a, a, a about something that I don't know. If if I don't know it personally, if I'm not willing to, even if I did the research to deep dive into it, if it's not something that truly impacts my life, infects my life, or something that I can say that I, I relate to, I just leave it alone. It has nothing to do with you. It's it's out of your realm. It's out yeah, of it your. So, yeah. It was so bizarre. I was like. Ugh. That was very bizarre. Wow, that was a that was a dark. That was like I, as somebody as somebody who works in a high school who's been working in a high school for like eighteen years. Just hearing that pissed me royally off. Yeah, yeah. He you was know? a teacher for years too, and then like, oh, I taught in Costa Rica and X Y Z in South America. Okay, that and, don't mean shit. To your racism village and poverty villages. I'm like, what in Mormon bullshit is he talking about? It was crazy. It was oh crazy. wow. I don't. I don't even know if I can ask you for another dark, a dark story. I feel like nah, that I think, was, I think that's a dark one. It was fun. Like I'm over here, like yeah. What is the favorite thing you ever did? And then next thing you know, you bring this. I'm like, oh wow. How do we go <laughs> was, back from there? That was my dark time. Well, so I, I will ask that then. Has, has there ever been time that you picked up a script that you were like, no? But it was more that you felt like you weren't challenging yourself. Like, and then you went ahead and said, no, I'm going to do this. I can't do this. Uh, there's a lot. Like, I'll audition for things and I know I don't fit it. And I'll be, and it, it, this is actually really frustrating. This probably happens in every medium for people where you go for something or you do some type of work and it's, you know, it's not your best. Like, this is as best as I could do for this certain role they were asking, but I don't feel like I fit this role at okay. all in what they're requesting in the uh, the specs, the 
uh, specifications. And I get it. And then they're like, oh my God, that was amazing. That's exactly how we want it, blah, blah, blah. And it's funny. That stuff happens all the time. And that's why you have to, like, even if you think you don't fit something, just go for it. You never know. And they may change that character into what you did in the direction you took because they may have liked it like oh i didn't think about that i like how she did this i like the way she carried that blah blah, blah. so they'll like even change a whole character if they don't like you and you don't get it you, you still could be likable enough that they're like i was thinking of you and i made this new character for you or we have a new project can you audition for it okay so yeah <laughs> how do you normally go into the practice part of of like reading a script and, and, and doing the voice. Like how do you prep yourself? Uh, I just like, I mess around. I, I skim the, I skim the script at first and then I sit and really read it and then I'll read it out loud. And then I'll like mess around with the voices that I feel that will fit. And then, yeah, then I go for it and I do a couple takes. That's that's beyond interesting. Like, I know people now who want to get into voice acting. And as much as I, I, I'm a mixed medium artist jumping between illustration and film, I'm like, I don't even know where to begin to tell somebody like, hey, this is the avenue you might want to jump down. So for you, when you come across a person who's like, hey, I like that. I, I like what you do what's the first step you would give that person the first direction you would tell them to go oh you're saying like they like voice acting and they want to go on that step yeah uh well or you first, say forums is like the first or yeah forums is a good start because um i assume you do not have the equipment for professional work okay so you're probably going to use a usb mic or something if you don't have xlr mic um this is not my professional mic. My professional mic's in my closet. And uh, yeah, forums is a great start to mess around. Like do, don't be ashamed to do free work if you're new to it. And then when you feel more comfortable and you slowly can buy equipment as you go, same thing as by building a PC. Like you just buy better parts as you go on and as you get more work. So yeah, you just got to go for it. Like any job, you just try for it. Okay. Okay. That's good. Good. Sean. Yes. You think, do you think you can find yourself doing voice acting work? Um, so I don't know if you know this Ames, I was actually a former wrestler. So, um, during that time I actually had to do like a couple of either accents or voice changes and stuff like that. So yes, for me, I probably could do voice acting. And when I was younger, um, watching, you know, Dragon Ball Z watching, you know, Sailor Moon. Yes, I was actually a moonhead, right? And all that stuff. It made me actually want to go into voice acting. Um, and then hearing Stephen, uh, Steve J. Bloom, right, doing all these different voice acting, right? And I'm like, yo, this man could do like a lot. I wonder if I can do that. Like mm -hmm. when I was younger, like, and obviously now times have changed, you know, now I'm into more of like, you know, talking head videos and things like that. That's what I want to do. But like, once in a while, I always think about the fact that, yo, what if, you know, that what if scenario, what if, what you if you always do, um, if you guys ever like write a short story or something, you always do like podcasts, you know, like, uh, what do they call those fictional stories and stuff yeah. like that on podcasts? You know, it's funny. I'm at, now that you're in, I, it's hilarious. I should have remembered this. I'm actually in a D and D podcast. 
There you go, right there. It's and I, I have been doing the voice acting for that D and D podcast. You've already been doing it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I got like, um, I got offered to be in a podcast that was a D and D podcast that they wanted voice actors for, but mm-hmm. the time schedule wasn't good for me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't give my hundred percent for them. Gotcha. So I turned it down. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let's jump from voice acting to Twitch. Um, so there was a game I recently watched you play, I think the other day, which is like a tentacle game. And you were oh, hyper. Was, was it uh, Carnage or something? Not Carnage. I, I, I was going to message you like, what game is this? I I'm about know. to tell you right now. I'm on my computer right now. So I'm about to tell you when it loads up. But uh, I, saw you, I saw you play this and I'm like, one, she is beyond. Carry on. Crazy. Yes. Okay. Um, and hey, Geekopians, if you don't know what this game is, uh, I don't even <laughs> know how to describe this. If you're like a biogenetic tentacle creature. Yeah, it's really cool. That, that, you're a bad guy, pretty much. Uh, yes. Um, but I was laughing at the parts where you were facing the guys with the blowtorches. Mm. Um, Yo, they fucked me up. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Yo, those little people, they look so tidy. And then I'm like, oh, I got this. I'm a big monster. And they're like, toast me. <laughs> I got toasted so quick. <laughs> You're like, oh, where's the door at? Did I go to this area already? Oh, I get so lost in that game. And I haven't played since then. And I want to go back to it. But it's one of those things where you're like, like Hollow Knight. If you stop and then go back, you're like, uh, you forget where you left off. <laughs> so, so as, a, as a Twitch streamer, one, what encouraged you to, to hop on Twitch? Well, people were asking me. Uh, oh. A lot of people were asking. And also the fact is I, I'm a big gamer. I love playing video games. So why not do that and have an audience while doing it? Oh. I figured it's a good way to put myself out there, market myself. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you go about choosing the games that you end up playing i just choose random games i feel like playing nice. most most of the games i play happen to be like i love horror games i like first person shooters and i love platform platform games and then my viewers love watching me play anything that's like a dark soul level of frustrating games okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like hollow knight or um celeste and yeah dark souls like i said they love <laughs> what watching me play games where it's just painful or hades people love watching the misery of others that's like which is number one platform piece right there yeah but the thing is with me i'm not i never rage quit it's worse i just i'm so stubborn i don't stop so there was like there was one time i was playing hollow knight and fighting a boss for five hours that i kept dying to the point my viewers were paying me to stop playing they were like they were like they were like Amy, go to bed. <laughs> like, please. Because I just kept going to the same boss over and over and over. And then, but, but I beat it before I like, I quit. I did beat it. So I did. That's, I that's the that joys game. of gaming, though. That's the, that's the joys of like, <laughs> I, I'm not, I, I'm not going to walk away and give this in game character the satisfaction. <laughs> of, yeah, I, of, I get so frustrated. <laughs> It's that moment where it's like, you know, I know I can beat him. What am I doing wrong? I know I can beat him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I felt with Sephiroth. Oh, what? In Kingdom Hearts 2? Kingdom Hearts 1. Well, oh, one? my God. Oh, yeah, that right. shit was frustrating. Yeah. Uh, well, wasn't that he a secret? He was a secret boss in that one, right? 
He was oh, a secret yeah. boss. He had the largest health bar out of anybody in the entire game. And unless you knew way ahead of time, there was no way to prepare for that. You didn't know how you like your stats had to be or whatever. Like, yeah. So you were so screwed. And it was either like hopefully you saved way before this so you go yeah. farm farm and like make yourself you stronger. You got the ultimate keyblade. Like, yeah. <laughs> yo, you didn't. You asked. <laughs> yo, tell me why I got the ultimate keyblade. It still took me a week to beat him. Yeah, he was- it's yeah. so frustrating. What was it? He had like five bars of life, right? He had 16 bars of health. 16. Ridiculous. He was OD. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, just, my apologies. Go ahead. I was watching <laughs> footage from um, Kingdom Hearts 3 recently, and I was like, man, this game is so good. It just took so long for them to release it. That is really disappointing that 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 franchise is really, really good, but it took three such a long time to even come out. I mean, I'm happy that Sora is now a part of Smash. That's a, that's a plus right there. Um, Minus Donald and Goofy, but, you know, I get it. Oh, you know Disney. They say duck, duck hunt is that's, yeah. what it is. <laughs> that's the replacement. Yeah. <laughs> um, Disney's not gonna. Disney's gonna do what Disney does best and and make financial decisions subtly, very subtly. Um, I, but I think he's a great addition to come into Smash. I tell you that. I don't know yet. Um, I, he just came out what today? I think or yesterday. Um, he came out, he came out yesterday. So when I download him, I'll I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Psychonauts came out 2005 and we were waiting that long too for the second one. Psychonauts. It's true. And that game is phenomenal. I play, I did a playthrough of the first one and the second one. Um, and it, the first one holds up. Even okay. though the graphics are like that, it was like it was it was so great. It, it's a great game. The story is amazing. I really hope the second one gets game of the year. That's how good it was. I was, oh, like, it was phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. So the you voice actors on it, everything was great. Yeah, it was you a beautiful hear game. Tokens. Uh, that's a hashtag free plug right there. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. See, I'm afraid to even ask you. You talk about game of the year. I'm afraid to ask you your your opinions on a, another certain game, um, that one game of the year last year. So you know, uh, uh, oh, was it again? Fucking um, Last of Us Part Two. I didn't even play it. Like, oh. I haven't played it yet. I played the first one. I haven't played the second one yet. But I don't okay. think it it, de- it did not deserve uh, game of the year. That was uh, a robbery. Yeah, that was unfair. <laughs> and that's funny because last year I think had a good collection of games too. Like, yeah, they did. They really did. Well, right now I am looking forward to Back for Blood. <laughs> I just got that recently uh, because I have Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. So I just oh uh, okay, yeah, I just copped that yesterday. Actually, I played mm. it. I played the beta when that came out. My friend had the key for it and he gave it to me. So How did you enjoy it? it? Uh, I feel like it's kind of like wonky in some areas. Mm. Like, was it like a, a le- was it Left for Dead? Well, I think it's, it's like it's a Left for Dead type. It's, it's by, by the creators of Left for Dead, but I feel like the thing I don't like, but this is how they're gonna milk money from us is the card system. They they literally have a card system, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be some shit where you get at a Target or Walmart that people are gonna scalp. Oh, and geez. like, I'm not excited for that at all. But yeah. yeah. So there's like all this to get better and have better parts. It's not something I don't think it's something you can like farm for and like just work hard for. And you actually have to like put up and gotta pay to play, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. pretty much like DLCs. 
Yeah. Or not the so other microtransactions. Yeah. Microtransactions. And uh, I hate uh, microtransactions with a passion. I fucking hate it. Uh, I figure which gaming company does it the most. Um, you mean besides uh, Blizzard? Is my well, first of all, you keep Blizzard name out of your mouth. We don't talk about them at this point until they figure out their in house studio situation. Um, we don't talk about them anymore. Uh, if we want to talk about something, we talk about Final Fantasy, which is great. I jump ship, no longer playing WoW. That's where I'm at right now. So let's let's leave Blizzard and World okay, World let's World. talk about another another game, another microtransaction heavy game system. EA everything, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. EA Sports. It's in the game. It's in and your in wallet. wallet. Yeah, it's in your wallet. That's where it's at. Yeah. Um, Star Wars was great until. Oh my God. I love them. Um, what is it? Last Order? No. Uh, uh, the, final. I want to say Rogue Squadron. Not Rogue Squadron. No, no. Okay. You're talking no, about you're squadrons. Talking, I'm talking yeah. about the other one. The final. Isn't it called um, Star Wars? Because uh, I want to cosplay her, the second sister. Oh yeah, no, that is the, it. Should be the last order. No, is, uh, the isn't Jedi it order. Final order. Uh, hold on. I'm looking at it on my yes. Steam right now. Hold on. Why is it not? Um, S. That's why I'm silly. You don't have a PC if you don't have Steam. Yeah, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Perfect. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I and it's funny because I have the game, <laughs> but that game is phenomenal. Like it was amazing. Uh, I'm still no. I'm still waiting for the TV shows and everybody to make a canon. Ooh, I heard right? they I heard they they were like they were they were gonna slip some Easter eggs to make it canon. Yeah, they were supposed oh, really? to. Okay, so everybody was playing the. You seen the last episode of Mandalorian, right? Yes, yes. Okay, exactly. so everybody was saying that the, that whole thing was gonna be Cal Kestis. He was gonna be the one to come in because yeah. we already have the actor. We have everybody. Cal Kestis was gonna be the one. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, it was like Luke Skywalker and whatnot. Like <laughs> gamers were upset. And I understand, but I also understood why it had to be Luke. It had <laughs> to be Luke. That made no sense if it was him that picked up Rogu. I wouldn't yeah. agree with that, yeah. to be honest. But he does have to show up. He eventually does have like, to show no, up. No, but the only reason why I say that is because if you played Fallen Order, spoilers for everyone, right at the end, you know, he looked at the holocron and he knew where the Jedi children were. Obviously, yes. he destroyed it. But like, there's got to be some retention of memory for where those children were. Yeah. Sure. So I'm I'm hoping they make a sequel. I hope they continue the story. That's all I'm saying. Um, It'll Cal be so Kestis. dope if he hops in in Ahsoka Tano's show and he helps Yo! Ahsoka Tano and um damn what's her name um um Sabine Renz no Sabine not, yeah. yeah and yeah Sabine she's the one that made the rebel symbol yes yeah. no yes 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 I appreciate it. I think so. But whatever. But if those yeah, yeah. if those three together finding like the Jedi children. Oh like, my god. I know the whole thing right now. So this, but first of all, I need to know. This was by Ezra and General Thrawn. I need to know who's going to play General Thrawn. Oh, really? No, the voice actor is going to do it. I thought they already they admitted that the voice actor will do it. Apparently, Disney directly doesn't admit shit. No, I'm serious. Like it just came. I saw a month ago. My friend. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now because they don't. They don't. They especially when it comes to like Star Wars, they don't want to reveal anything. To prevent spoilers. Mm. I mean, that franchise is doing great right now. I mean, yeah. Lars um, Mickelson. Yeah, they're reportedly cast back in July, and it's supposed to be by the um, by the voice actors. Oh, okay. That's a good thing. 
Yeah, but they haven't confirmed yet. But I am hoping because General Thrawn is one of my greatest villains. Yeah, he's amazing. He, right? he has and, his great monologue. Like, oh, yeah, great oh. monologue. And in the books, he was even more methodical. Like, yes, oh my yes. god, correct. Whew. Mm-hmm. Well, question. Let's Uh-oh. talk about the Mandalorian for a second. <laughs> what do you guys hope to see out of season two? Season three. Yeah, thank you. Uh, season three. It's kind of interesting because no Grogu. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Disney is not going to get rid of their number one cash cow. But I mean, like not gone. Like, I mean, like he's on his own path and stuff. So I feel like there's going to be is there going to be like uh, a a few episodes where he literally doesn't have him and he's doing his thing, like his Mandalorian shit or whatever. uh, Still trying to protect him. Like, you know, I mean, like fight. The, the people that are trying to find them before they get to them type of thing, probably. And they'll in the season, he'll end up reconnecting with them to check on him and shit and whatever. Probably. I think. OK, so bear with me on this theory. Right. OK. OK. See, the first half of the season, they deal with the Battle of Mandalore. We see mm-hmm. the we see the actual planet of Mandalore. We see the civil wars. We see everything. We see the tension between the princess and um, Din Djarin. We see that tension because of the dark saber and everything like that. Right. Couple of years go by. The end of the season goes towards the fact that he finds out that Luke and the Temple have been destroyed by Kylo Ren. He goes back there to find Groku, but he doesn't see him. So the next season talks about how he's looking around to find Grogu as Grogu's, gone, Grogu's either gone missing or he's part of the uh, the dark the dark side with Kylo Ren. Do you think they want to do all that work? They're going to feel obligated to make a movie. <laughs> I can I can see them doing it if they manage to pull up two seasons. Two that's seasons. what I'm saying. Like that's That's like, like a... I don't know if they're going to... That's a lot of like contract work you know what i mean that's what i'm just saying listen listen <laughs> pedro pascal said he's willing to do more if he shows i'm not face. thinking about him i'm thinking about like adam driver i think adam driver said he was like, i don't think there. adam driver is gonna do that i think what they'll do is what they do in like what they've been doing right now with the mandalorian make allusions oh, to like, like just full suit not actually right or better yet just even like showing a silhouette or yeah. having the general of yeah. kylo yeah, like you person. know, it's them by their fighting style and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, that, like cool. the um, the governor that was at the uh, like the governor that was at the Ahsoka Tano episode. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. Yeah, but then does that mean that you would bring in like a 3D hologram of Han and and Leia? I don't think you bring a hologram. I think what you do is you mention them as they talk about the First Republic. Yeah. Okay, right when you talk about General Solo, you talk about General um, Organa like they've done in the movies, you can do that for the Republic. And when they did the Ranger, when they were supposed to do the Rangers of the Republic, that was supposed to happen, I believe as well, because you have these generals, you have these people, their names have to be mentioned. You know, you don't have to show them. You can name check them. Like I'm still waiting for a freaking Sindula uh, reference in the movies, other than the ghost ship and that one passing message in Rogue One. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Even with Kylo, you could do a younger version of him, can't you? Get away with that. The problem was the younger version of him was Adam Driver. If you watch the movie, you're right. Yeah, was yeah, pretty much. You that was the younger version. He'll be even younger. He'll be like a Padawan. Or like yeah. a evil Padawan. <laughs> no, technically he'll just be a Padawan. Honestly, he would not be in the dark side just yet. Yeah. Well, when he leaves, when he leaves, as per the movie, he 
he's he had ah, geez he's not quite a padawan anymore he's like but i'm saying just, yeah. he did start off like that and then he okay. got because he was like i like my granddaddy and then yeah like, on the dark side <laughs> yeah you know what i mean even though he didn't know his granddaddy for nothing exactly <laughs> take off that silly mask yeah and he just suspected <laughs> his uncle and shit so like <laughs> um, but yeah well then, let's let's dive into that. To, and this is the only time I will talk about Star Wars to this length because, as you know, <laughs> Geektopians, we hate talking about Star Wars on this show. But it he makes Sean, hates talking about makes, Star Wars. It makes Sean a happy person Do because you I like what's going on. Like I like the future of. Have did you see Star Wars Visions? Yes. Yeah. Like that was amazing non-canon work. <laughs> I know. There's such a tease. All those lightsabers that they did and all the backstory for the lightsabers, we want to be canon so Yo, that bad. yeah, that one episode with the oh with the lightsaber maker. Oh my god, yo. That was yeah. a great freaking and then the twist when they were all dark side warriors. Yo, yo. that was such a tease. That it got me so upset. The twin episode, oh my god. The twin was just great because it like, was the same people that did kill a kill. Yo. Yeah, oh, really? and then like the Asteroid yeah. Boy episode was like oh. phenomenal. Like there was so much shit in there that could like, you know, it just it just fucks with you. That's all I'm saying. Yep. It's like they were fucking with us. That's why they knew not to put that cannon. They're like, hell no, we ain't dealing with that shit. <laughs> we ain't trying to make we ain't trying to make samurai blade like freaking lightsabers. <laughs> and we ain't gonna um, just let people use like uh red sabers just because they want to. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Out of the last three movies, what do you think is the most forced uh, story plot that they did in the entire series? Uh, the most forced story plot, probably, I would say, is the second one with Ray. Oh, really? Yeah. The only thing I say is, like, why are you forcing those two to be together? Like no. Oh, oh. <laughs> the Ray and Ben Solo relationship. Yeah, they were pushing that with that like their mind sex link they were doing. Like it was like, unnecessary. Why are you not wearing a shirt? Yeah, I don't even give a fuck about that. But it, that felt so like force, and there was no reason for it, and it like kind of irked me so mm-hmm. much. That's because they didn't want him. They didn't want her to get with a black guy. That's why. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm oh, saying. Man. Yeah, that whole thing was like so it. It was so disrespectful the yeah. way they did Finn. Is the they did Finn. They did was it Rose. Yeah, yeah. They did them okay. dirty. Yeah. Well, it's Rose. By the time you get to the movie, the third movie, her, her character isn't even really relevant anymore, and that's sad. They don't. Well, know yeah. what they're doing. So yeah, the problem with so that is, I'll, I'll admit the problem with that is one when you try to satisfy so many people, you end up satisfying none for that last movie. Mm-hmm. But more so, the fact she had unnecessary criticism towards her. Oh, yeah. Regarding no reason. The, yeah, Nothing. regarding The Last Jedi to the point where A, she had to get off of Twitter, she had to get off of social media, mm-hmm. and B, the director literally was like, you know what? Just to avoid controversy, we're going to scale back her roles in the movie completely. That's not And grinding, give it to yeah. someone else. It's so terrible. I always feel like the most forced part was Han Solo's death. It was just it something about it. I feel it like it was always, inevitable though. He wanted to die. Yeah, like the actor say, wanted to die. Forward. He's like, all right, I'm done with this. Like, I I'm kind of old. I don't I don't know how far I'm pushing. I'm not trying to look like <laughs> I'm not trying to look like shit because Han Solo's the man. You know what I mean? Right. You don't want him all like decrepit like on Star Wars. No, I just, I just mean that I feel like it just was 
it could have been written better. It could have been written where it just felt like it had more meaning to it. It it just didn't feel like there was meaning, like there was any real. But like, there how, was meaning. I felt like it was meaning? pretty meaningful. It didn't feel like it. The only thing that I didn't it's, like. It's like a very Shakespearean, like typical yeah. play. The son yeah. kills the father. Yeah. What What is it like? Um, Poetry? Hamlet? <laughs> Hamlet? I think the same story is in Hamlet. Yeah. It's, so, he it's, kills yeah. His, the, his own dad, the king. Yeah, it's it's very it's it's Star Wars like takes references from a lot of things, mm-hmm. especially Dune. But everything takes we're not going to go there right now, especially since the movie's coming out. Well, first not- of all, I don't think you need to worry about anything about the movie because they never get it right. Never. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, have- <laughs> supposedly it's going to be two parts, though. So they're going to they should and they should do a David Lynch cut. Cause they played that man so hard. Oh no! Like, okay. David Lynch was like, "Yo, you played me so hard. Take my sh- name out of that. I don't want yeah. my name on there. Take the shit wow. out of it." That's oh yeah, no, it was bad. They cut, <laughs> they cut so much it out. Was- of yeah, it was like what a four and a half hour movie. It was a Zack Snyder esque movie before Zack yes. Snyder was a thing. Yeah, and well, they the cut movie. all of it out, and that's Ooh. why it was such a terrible movie. The real question here is: nobody asked. I don't think anybody asked for another Dune. People were asking for it. The only reason why they are you crazy? Dune's books, every time it gets brought up again, and then people, Dune fans, we're always going to like, hey, I know you like Star Wars or Game of Thrones or like stuff like that or Star Trek. You definitely will like Dune because that's where like a lot of like Star Wars and all that, they got referenced from Dune. That's how they're like, without Dune, there's a lot of nerdy shit that won't exist. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it was like the that. start. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the it was the start. But I, re- I remember watching the original. Like, I it was garbage. Watching. It was garbage. But it was great. It was great for its time. Let's, let's, let's no, it was trash. If you oh, read the books, wow. it's trash for Dune books. But if you never read the books, it's yeah, it's okay. I guess. Oh yeah, it's a decent but, film once you read the books. Like yeah. if you don't read the books, it's a very decent film. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. one of those people that saw it. Obviously, it was after it came out after my time, right? So when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, this is a good movie. Let me let me read the book behind it because I'm a big sci-fi person, right? I read the book. I was like, yo, this wasn't in there. This wasn't, this wasn't in there. In there. Like, this, this wasn't. wasn't yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, where the hell did all this stuff go? Like, why was this yo, not in everything. there? It was yo, adapted but, for the theaters. But yeah, no, Dune, there's a difference between adapted and leaving everything on the cutting room floor. He left everything. That is true. But Dune is like really big with women because all the women roles in the books are very strong, great. <laughs> character roles and you don't see that and this man wrote this like in the in the early 60s late 50s that's impressive for like a dude to write such well written not typical i need to be saved or anything no these women carry themselves they're warriors they're strong as fuck and that's why like uh, a lot of women love dune like myself and just in general, if you're a big sci-fi fan, Dune is like a staple. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that has to be in your collection. Yeah. But the only thing about Dune, which is very factual and true, you got to read that book at least more than once. <laughs> like, okay. if you don't, you got to listen to a podcast that would do that for you, or listen to audiobooks because it's very like it can be very jarring the first time around. It's also uh, very yeah, it's very jarring. It's also very like convoluted if you yes. don't follow it. Yes. So, right. so it's, I would say, like, if you ever read The Hobbit, you know, they have its own yeah, language okay. and stuff. So you're kind of get like a little lost in translation. But after a few times when you read it, things get 
it's easier to understand all the concepts mm-hmm. in the world. And it's just phenomenal. Like the world this man made is like insane. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have to ask, uh, cutting, cutting away. I have to ask. So you see, I, I love that we're geeking out to doom. We're geeking out to like everything. Is is life? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you geek out to on a normal basis? Uh, I, <laughs> Dune got me so hype right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, what else gets you that hype? <laughs> uh, Star Wars does get me hype like that. Uh-huh. Like, I love Star Wars. Um, Berserk. I get hype on Berserk when oh, like I read one. it. Wait, wait, which? Oh, the the manga. Okay. Yeah, the manga. I read it. Okay, because um, I was like, which anime are you talking about now? No, nah, no, nah, I'm talking about reading. I read a lot more than like watch uh anime actually. I watch a lot of anime, but majority of the time I'm I already read it or like I'm way ahead of people. Okay. And then I'll just wait till all the episodes or the seasons are done. Okay. And then I'll just binge it. And I can just throw it on and I don't have to pay attention too much because I already know what's going on. Mm. Uh, oh, so you're one of those people. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of those that like people get upset and you're just like, Yeah, I already went through those emotions like Oh, like three. Oh, I got. I like. I get off on like me and my friend. We joke around. <laughs> like when uh, Hero Academia, and then the part where um, I don't know if this would be. It's been out long enough. This yeah, yeah, season yeah. when what's his face lost his powers, like the one that could go through walls and stuff, and he has like he looks like Vault Boy, that character. Uh, I forgot his name, but the blonde one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so him, I knew that was gonna happen or whatever, and and I was like, me and my friends, like, yo, they gonna fucking be mad, yo, they gonna be mad. <laughs> like every time me and my friend will read something or like or a uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, I way ahead of people, been ahead of people, and Chainsaw mm-hmm. Man, there was no words of it. The anime hasn't even dropped out yet, but no, most of the people you see that like cosplay and stuff, um, like seventy five percent of them don't even read it, and it's like funny to me the certain characters they cosplay or like they don't even know, yo, 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 like. <laughs> Enjoy while it lasts. <laughs> Everyone dies. Like, and that's not even a joke. Like, nope. I hope you don't love this character. <laughs> like, <laughs> Japanese anime. Oh, you love this character? Hmm. Now that nah, nah, nah makes me want to see you like NYCC. Well, no, anime NYC that's coming up. Like, I can see you in the corner, like, looking at somebody's cosplay boy. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> you don't know yet. Like, you're dead. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you cosplaying a ghost? No. Are you you telling us that like you would give? Are you one of those people that gives like those little subtle hints without saying it? Like, like are you just just, like? (laughs) It's just best. Like, if you're gonna, the thing that's really a big problem with me that you have to tell me when someone comes up to me and they bring something up, I'm like, yeah, I love that, and then I will. So yeah, tell me where are you at? (laughs) Okay. Because I'll accidentally slip and like, whoa, whoa, slow down. I'm not there. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> and this is why I don't mind spoilers because I know people that would go all out in conversation, and it's no, like no, no, no. <laughs> no. Tell the now, truth, now I go like this. I'm like, oh yeah, I did read it. Where are you in it? Where exactly? Exact point before I open my mouth because I will ruin your whole day. <laughs> Wait, can I put Sean on blast here for a minute? So, what you're saying that you do is you read, you're far ahead. And it's not your fault that you're far ahead than other people. What Sean will do is Sean will know the movie's coming out next week. Read the script to the movie. (laughs) 
uh, go beyond the trailers and then want to start talking to you about the movie that hasn't even come out yet. Talking <laughs> about, oh, uh, I'm sorry if I spoiled it. Like, like that's 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 a whole new level of evil there. <laughs> if it helps, I get really excited. And even though I may read the script, right, or read certain things, right, I still want to see the movie. Like I knew all about Venom two before it came out. Yeah, but, but I still you, wanted to see the freaking you, movie. That's you. You keep that to yourself. All right. If I want to pay my my twenty five dollars for shitty popcorn and a ticket, whatever. And go sit through a movie, whether if it's trash or good. Let me have that experience. Don't be that guy that, as I'm getting online, walks out the theater and be like, "Well, he dies." Like, no, like, don't don't be that guy. My friend is really bad at that, and it's not like he likes watching the YouTube, like the, the explainer dude guys. Oh, like, the, I forgot his name, but like, he has a whole bunch of DVDs behind him. Is that white guy with a love like brown? I, I, I know. Hair. I actually know. Explain or something. I don't know. But yeah. he he loves watching his videos, and he's he hates horror horror movies. He can't really watch horror movies, so he'll watch an explainer video because it's less scary and stuff. And I love horror movies, and he'll just straight up say something. But to him, he doesn't think this is a very important part or of the movie, mm-hmm. like because he doesn't get it because like. He's never seen like them back to back or actually seen it. He just has things explained to him. Okay. So he's done that to me like several times. And I'm like, I'm going to kill you. Like, do you understand what that means? No, I don't. I'm like, do you get what that means? Like, <laughs> like it's like a whole like a lore plot. You know what I mean? Like it explains oh, okay. like heavy. It's like something heavy, like finally being explained and answered. You know what I mean? So like he has a bad habit of doing that to me all the time. And it drives me nuts. So. No, Sean. Sean will tell you the whole movie. Sean I would not tell, tell you the whole movie. You, you do. You, you will tell you the whole movie. When and, have I and, said and, the whole and, movie? And I can't even get mad at you because you do it in a in a, you do it in a way that's so innocent. Like <laughs> when you're talking about it, you're talking about it as if you, it's just you in the room and nobody else in the room with you. Like you're, you're talking to yourself, and it's like you're just so natural about it. And then when you catch on to, wait a minute, did he just? Tell me the entire movie. I just want to choke you, like just choke you. Like it's, not, it's like, not my fault. You haven't seen the movie yet. That's all I'm saying. You haven't seen it either. That's the worst part. <laughs> you are spoiling a movie you haven't seen, but you investigated into the movie to the point that you got you have the bootleg. You have spoilers. You have notes. Where did you get footnotes? He studied for that test. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank. See, person. she understands. She understands. He's a, he's a horrible person. <laughs> All right. So we're going to wrap up soon. Um, I think one thing I don't think we got into is the cosplay part. Yeah. You being a cosplayer. Yeah. So How long have you been you... cosplaying? I've been cosplaying for over twenty years for a very long time. Yeah. Aren't you like twenty? <laughs> I'm thirty. I, I'm actually 32. I just turned 32 in September. Congratulations. Oh, welcome to the um, I did that. not. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I thought you were I thought you were a child. Okay. 1989. <laughs> Last of 80s. Oh my god, uh-huh. you're the same age as my brother. Damn uh, it. His little sister. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, I've been like my mom, her favorite holiday is Halloween, and she's uh-huh. like that one that like once she gets invited to a party, she'll win the contest. Like, you know what I mean? She oh. goes all out. Like, my one year, my mom did Mystique. She, like, um, so since a child, I've been, like, in, like, some um, very crazy costumes and stuff mm. like that. Like, my mom will go all out. And so I always, Halloween's always been my thing. And 
my family, like my great grandmother, she like taught me how to hand sew. So I would like sew stuff. And then I would like take clothes apart and make things and make outfits. And I wouldn't like every Halloween, I would make characters like I didn't even know the word for it. I would make my own OCs. Like I did something like a tooth fairy, but the tooth fairy was like really cute tutu outfit, typical wings. But I was wearing a scary witch mask. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So it was like a scary witch that eats your teeth. Like I thought of that at like age seven. Like, you know what I mean? I would do like, yeah. I did uh Minnie Mouse, but it was reverse colors instead of like the red and white. It was mm-hmm. like all black with red dots. Oh, and I was okay. like dark Minnie Mouse. I did that like when I was like um, <laughs> nine or something. So, but I like to think my official real cosplay was for Final Fantasy X when I was, um, I think I was about 12 and I made Yuna's outfit. Oh, okay. Okay. So I like to think that was like my, my first like cosplay costume. Question I have to ask. Was the muggle with you? Of course. Okay. Make it sure. But I wasn't that girl. I wasn't the witch. You're thinking of the, the black mage. Damn. With all the belts. Yes. Yuna, Yuna is the, 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 uh, sword, not, um, what do you call it? The priestess chick. Oh, fudge. It's been so long since I played that game. Yeah. Yeah. My apologies. Um, Go ahead. No, it's all right. But anyways, uh, so yeah, that was like my first official one. And then I started doing a lot of like anime ones. Like I did like Hiro Yui from Gundam. So I just wore like man mm-hmm. clothes and slicked my hair back <laughs> and just posed like him like this in pictures. Thinking Please I was... tell me that you were wearing like the green wife beater. Yes, that's what I meant. Uh, I, t- I took it from my cousin uh, and then I would just like pose on top of something that kind of look high and just look angsty. <laughs> uh, um... Yeah, and I didn't even know the word cosplay existed till I was like late in high school because I would just do this on my own by myself mm-hmm. in my house. I never went anywhere. I can never afford to go to like cons and conventions and stuff like that. Okay. I couldn't afford to it until I was an adult myself. So funny story. Technically, my first convention ever was Exotica, the porn convention. Really? <laughs> Which which Sean frequents at? Yes. Yeah, that shit. But it's you no, know, it's not funny there, and it's fun. It's actually like legitimately fun. It sounds like from an outsider looking in, it's like what the fuck, and you. But whatever y'all thinking, it's not like that. No, it's it's, it's it's literally a, a normal that, convention yeah. that happens to be that's the subject matter. That's it. Like everyone's mad chill. That's like if fun. I could go, if I could go this weekend, I would. But yeah. I'm, it is this weekend, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would go, like, obviously the free days, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the, the way that happened is, like, my ex at the time in college, we were watching TV, and he's in Jersey, so I was at his house, because it's in Jersey, mm-hmm. and the commercial popped up, and then we were laughing, and we were, like, as a joke, we were like, yo, let's go, like, as an outsider, like, we were like, this is gonna be so crazy, but it ended up being, like, just mad chill, and I had, like, a great time, but, yeah, technically, that was my first convention. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny. <laughs> and then my actual official comic and like nerd convention was New York Comic Con. And I think that was about 2011 or 12 or maybe 13. I think it was 12, maybe 12, maybe or 11. I don't remember. It was so long ago. But that was like the first time I actually went to like that. And then it kind of like snowballed into because, you know, you're adult. You have adult money now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So now I was able to actually afford to go to cons, 
travel because I have a car and make my costumes even much better than they like used to be like using like scrap material and like actually going further with it and getting better at making stuff and like prop weapons and stuff. Yeah. Oh, see, you're all you're all around artist there. Yeah, that's. I can't draw for shit though. It's so weird. <laughs> I really can't. I can't. Like my paint so job. How do, you, how do you think about the designs? You just go freehand, or no? I trace it, or I either okay. print out the pattern, cut out stencils, and then trace over it. Like you know what I mean? Because I cannot mm-hmm. draw at all, and then it's, it really sucks for me because painting. I feel like it ruins my props. Like it'll look nice. But then once I start to paint, and since because I, I don't have that skill set, I'll look for tutorials and try to follow to the T. And I'll just it just doesn't to me, I guess because I'm in my head. Like I hate when people are like, "Oh, this looks really great," and in my head I'm like, "Fucking fuck!" Like you know what I mean? Because like, like this looks like shit. Yo, I feel like that. Is, no, okay. Now my roommate does the same shit. Okay, and I feel like that's just like a, a cosplay thing where it's like everybody can see how amazing the cosplay is, but you are just like because you've worked on it and you see the flaws, you're just like I don't fucking. I think know. that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's all around. If you're if you're into any form of art, anything. Yeah, and, I really. Yeah. It's so I don't funny. know. There's there 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 are concept that I have like in my closet and in my bed that every now and then like when I'm cleaning up I look at them I'm like yo this this was really a good idea but at the time that I was creating it like it went from being oh this is a great idea it's like this is shit closet. <laughs> That's like what I feel about old voice work I did. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'll find it by accident, like a file or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, like the mic is (laughs) shitty. Everything about it, the sound, the static. I'm like, they paid me for this. Like, I'm like, oh, it's so bad. But but the good thing about stuff like that is you get to see your growth. So I will admit, when you see your old stuff, uh, as much as you cringe because you're like, oh, that's where, that's that's where I came from. You have to say to yourself. Yeah, that is true. That's where I came from. The yeah. stuff that I produce now is far better than that stuff. And and I think every five years or ten years, you you end up looking back and being like, you cringe, but it's like it's it's not a bad cringe. It's not like like oh I gave up. It's more like oh no, I just I, I developed. You know, I, whatever the skill is, I just developed and got better and better at it. Mm. Yeah, but it is cringy. It is real cringy when you when you hear or, see, or read something that you're like oh I wrote that oh shit oh, I wasn't yeah. thinking. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I destroyed um, all my past evidence. <laughs> no, I do. Well, you should never destroy your past. Like I said, it's it's. All it's my backyard great. wrestling, all my other stuff no longer exists. Oh, I so want those videos of you wrestling. I just, I just, I, just, I want to create like a compilation video of just Sean wrestling. Just Man, we'll put it out there I with wish the Sean I was a, a wrestler diva. That'd be so dope. Man, but that's a lot of training. I feel like I'm too old now. I'm like at that age where I'm old. You're never too old to train for wrestling. Trust me, I know that. <laughs> as, as long never as too old. But I as feel as for you... like in the woman's side, I am though, like a playmate. Like <laughs> I'm like I'm technically forty in their eyes. You know, like they the joke with the playmates, and they're like, the, yeah. What, what but you know, what's funny. <laughs> you know what's funny is that now you know because with everything, and I guess we can discuss this now with everything being changed and everything going on, like age. 
I feel personally that age is no longer becoming a factor for achieving what you want to achieve in general. Yeah. Right. To Even be honest, do you think they're gonna believe my age anyways? No. But my bones will. <laughs> <laughs> my bones say differently. You gonna take one bump, you're gonna take one bump and like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 Sean, hold on. We, we, hold we on. talked about this, Sean. We're approaching 40. Well, next year we'll be 40. And you even said to yourself, like, you don't have the body to get back in the ring. But that's only because I've been injured so goddamn much. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like I I will admit it was it was really fun for the time that I was doing it mm-hmm. and I got to perform in front of my friends and family which I think was the highlight that's of my iconic. entire thing. That's yeah. Good for you man. That's really iconic. Yeah. yeah. You were there. So, no. And that's and that's your legacy though. Yeah. Uh, do you think you can train somebody in how to wrestle? Me no. 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 The only reason why I say no is cuz um as for as much as I know there are other people that know a lot more than I do. Okay. And I'm willing to admit that. I'm willing to admit these are this is where my line is. Okay. So I was gonna ask you to train me. I just want one match. Just one one match. It'll be the Ames, Rocky Ba be- we'll, we'll, we'll teach you to be a, a referee. How about that? Yeah. This way okay. you can count the one, two, three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have we'll have Sebastian be the um we'll have Sebastian be the uh, voiceover the the commentator yeah so you can just crack jokes the whole time I just love his wrestling voice if you ever heard Sebastian <laughs> do a wrestling voice he has like that old school eighties like oh the golden era yeah <laughs> and he does it so well yeah so. <laughs> That's the that's the person so, I want. We, we got it. We got it. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be a great uh it's gonna be a great show. I got it. Well, is, there, we, is there like a wrestling D and D? That'd be so cool. Yes, actually, that's our podcast. <laughs> the podcast that I'm oh, doing with my friends. You it's actually rest- doing like it, uh the path you're doing is a wrestling style, right? Yes. That's like so we're more com- I'm I'm combining magic with um with well spellcasting with wrestling. That's cool. That's really cool. Oh. Right. So other people are doing different, like one's a bard and he's using his wrestling for that and things like mm-hmm. that. We have a wrestler on the show. So like, and you know, she's just letting us know left, right, what to do, you know, what to talk about and what to do and stuff. So it's like, it's a bunch of wrestlers and former wrestlers just talk about D and D and wrestling at the same time. That's dope. So I can't All right. back to it. <laughs> All right. So with that said, it was great having you on. Yeah, I thanks for having we've, me. We've learned a lot um, from the dark side of of <laughs> voice for being a voice actress. Um, you know, I, I didn't even ask what was like the dark side of like Twitch. What was the dark side of uh, um, the dark side of Twitch? Is a black and a woman. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, it, I think it answers everything. I don't have to say anymore. I think you already everybody. know what I'm talking about. Good did you night. did you get hit with that um that breach that that do I that... every day we block someone? Like you kidding me? Oh. Every day. What I. I've been hit with like before that breach thing that's going on. Yeah. I've been I've been hit with like I was playing Rainbow Six Siege. It's very toxic. And, you know, CSGO is worse. Okay. But anyways, um, this person was like, hey, can we I play with you? Blah, blah. I was like, and at the time I had my Discord very open. And I was like, yeah, oh. sure. Come on and join. And they got in the call while I'm streaming. And they were all like like 10 of them screaming the n-word and repeatedly saying and all this crazy wow. shit yeah oh, it was shit. it was wild that was like I have, I have that i still have it saved that clip 
Um, I sent it to Coach a long time ago and stuff. It's not like I think they actually did anything. No, of course but, they're not gonna do it. They said they did, but you know what I'm saying. I, I think it's crazy um, that things had to es- that things are escalating to this point that Twitch still hasn't cleaned up. Someone did the work for them, and they just have to approve this man's bot, and everyone would be okay. But they have not yet. No, of course all. not. Of course not. So that's crazy that you, you have an open platform for creators to who pretty much under capitalism, like they're ma- they are making money for you. They're creating the entertainment for you, but they have to go through the hurdles of racism. Yeah. It, and you're sucks. just like, you're just sitting there like people are like, Hey, this is happening where we, we enjoy what we're doing. We enjoy the platform. Can you address this issue? And they're like, we'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get to it. I was just going to say, and then mm-hmm. for the dark side of cosplay, it's the same exact thing. I'm black and a woman. So <laughs> and I, even that, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like when I did Isabel from Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. they lost their goddamn minds. Like, they really? Were so, yeah. Like the stupid Smash community. I was like in a, uh, it's called like, uh, I don't know, like Smash something hell on Facebook, whatever. My friend brought it to my attention because he was in that group and it was like, a, it's a shit posting like group. Oh. And. And you know what's funny? They've shared my work before. They shared my Shantae just fine, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Hmm. And like my Isabel, they lost their shit and there was so much hate. It got viral. I got viral because of it. And I got but like, makes- but I don't care. Like it made my, my shit went mm-hmm. All the haters made me go, whoop, because they were viewing myself and everything. <laughs> so I was like, that's, yeah, just, that's a funny thing with me. When people, like, try to, like, roast me or anything mm-hmm. like that, if, if I'm playing games and you're trying to, like, say, like, make a sandwich or whatever, they are very unexpected because I'm like, oh, yeah? You want me to make a sandwich? Oh. Like, I'll do that, and they'll be like, oh, oh. Or I'd be like, Mm, I would, but your daddy made one the other night. Like, I would, like, say crazy shit. Damn. They're, they're, like, I will roast them, or I'll be like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I'm not sure if I can do that, but I'll try. Or, like, I'll do a little girl voice, and then they always think I'm using a voice machine all the time, and it's hilarious. So I, I know how to roast people and clap back. I'm not those girls that, like, I have a lot of friends that game, mm-hmm. and they just have their stuff on mute or whatever, because they just don't rather not deal with it. I don't have my thing on mute, so I always clap back and I I have fun with it and make them feel uncomfortable. But there's sometimes like, and it makes no sense to me. It's the people because you only talk to the people you're on the same team. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and they'll give me shit. I didn't do nothing but like open my mouth. And then this one guy's like, I don't know if you're a really hot girl or you're a twelve year old boy because I have like a very like my voice sounds very like boyish Mm -hmm. and. And like it's just so ridiculous. I'll have people just kick me from the beginning just because like I'm like like hey we could do this guy all positive and they're like kick. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like God damn it, this is a first person shooter. We are not oh, here no. to be happy. And that, but that's that's crazy that that happens. Like we're here to say fuck your mother. Okay, that's yeah. our curse for the day. Oh wow, yeah. wow, wow. Yeah, <laughs> but there'll be like so, there'll be a lot of like racist people say wild shit, and I'm oh, like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna say it, but. Mm. I would say like mm-hmm. funny things like the thing I always did and I always think it's hilarious when someone bullies you like let's say they call you ugly I'm like damn you right I am ugly so like when they would say something racist I'd be like ooh that sounds like a good idea where are we gonna meet and they'll say some horrible shit like really 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 bad like stuff I probably can't say here and wow. and I'll just be so positive with it and they get so bad because I'm not getting upset like how they wanted 
mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just feed off that. It's hilarious. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> and that's the best way to, I think, to tackle any form of harassment or just give them the opposite energy. Like you, yeah. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna cater to you. I'm not gonna give you the energy you want. Yeah. I'm going to take control of the situation. Um, when I when the first time I joined a guild in World of Warcraft, my guild master, who was who was a white woman came out and was like first of all i don't tell people i'm black in world of warcraft because i just i i automatically yo that's the funniest thing when you game online and they didn't know and then they're just so comfortable and you're just like yeah yeah so uh i remember two incidents you know Um, (laughs) i just joined the guild i think this is maybe three or four years ago i joined the guild and my guild master my guild master at first was like, she thought I was a little boy. Mm. And I was like, I'm, I'm 33 or 30. I'm like 30. <laughs> She's like, you sound like a little child. And I'm like, well, I can't help it if that's how my voice sounds. So then a couple conversations go on and there was somebody in the guild who was making comments and they were dropping the N word like crazy. And I was like, I'm black. Like I'm like African. I'm like black. And all I heard in from that point on, I just remember them kicking the guy out because he went on a whole tirade of just dropping the N-word like he was doing a music video um, just just like he was trying to get his spotlight and I was like, uh, yeah, um, alright uh, like, what I, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm not so, but I can imagine like, like uh, being I'm not going to say I understand, I'm going to say I can imagine that it's far worse for women of color on a platform yeah, like bad. Twitch because you, once again you're doing what you love, you're minding your own business, you're networking community uh, in a community, and then you have people who are just haters. Yeah, we literally ain't doing nothing. We're minding <laughs> our damn business, and you know we love minding our business. Like <laughs> that's how we stay so young looking, <laughs> not being problematic, and then somehow like we get tired. I said, like, I ain't even doing nothing. <laughs> I don't, I don't, and, and, I, and you know, I, I could be wrong with the statistics. I don't feel like I don't want to say that that people of color don't bully online. I just don't feel like that's a us thing. Yeah. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. I, I, I will I'm, tell you it happens. I'm not say it doesn't happen. It definitely, you obviously have never played Call of Duty, uh, right? But, that's oh, what no. I was gonna. Yeah, <laughs> or Grand yeah. Auto Online. Uh, yeah, GTA well, Online is the absolute worst. First of all, GTA. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> And so Geetopians, it's always it's always into the second hour of the show that shit really pops up. <laughs> All right, I just want to put that out there. Every episode, second hour of the show. So with GTA, let's not forget that there was a whole year that people decided to do their versions of the Bloods and Crips in GTA oh that you could oh, not yeah, play. That's right. You couldn't play the game because now you had to join either the Green Faction or the Pink Faction. And <laughs> yeah. you saw on spot... You took them out. So what was the point of playing the game? What was the point? What was the point? So I can't. I mean, um, what, at that point, you would just try to find servers that didn't have any of those. Like it was a pandemic. <laughs> Call of Duty, horrible. Uh, I think the first shooting game I ever played was a uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. This is like Ooh. early, like. 2000. That was before the remake. I was in college. This is 2002 when I was in college, and that was just toxic. Like, yeah, people were really curious. CSGO is still toxic. (laughs) Nothing has changed. Nothing has ever, like, my first first foray into multiplayer 
Because I've I've been a first person shooter fan since I was a kid. Like Doom was always my first love for gaming and everything. Um, but my first for, for soiree into multiplayer was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I love that game. I love that I love the, the game as a solo game. Mm-hmm. Multiplayer, however, was shit. <laughs> it was disgustingly bad. Like so much shit going on in there. So many. And then of course, when it moves forward, when you got the voice, um, voice chat, and then let's not, let's not even talk about Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Halo. Halo was, was horrible. All around. Everybody was bullying everybody. It didn't matter what That's you true. were. You could have been it's a can. You started no introducing can. teabagging into freaking the, yeah. that was the, that, oh my God. Oh, when gaming before mods. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Well, I, I like to think about it like this, like the Internet in general, whether you're talking about social media or gaming, it's I don't know what's worse when you're playing against somebody who's younger than you and they have that young, ignorant mentality where they feel like they can just pop off and say anything. Or when you're playing somebody who is either in your age range or older and they feel like they can pop off with anything, forgetting that this is just a game. This is yeah. literally that's like the worst, like. The fact that people try to like excuse it and say mm-hmm. it's part of the culture is the most toxic thing ever. And that definitely should have been changed. It should not yeah. be defined as the culture. Cause like like the whole like when every time us women in general talk about being like gamers and what we go through, and then other like ashy ass people, like dudes, will say like that's just how it is. If you don't like it, don't play. Like that's so corny. Like shut the fuck up. Like we're all trying to just have fun, yeah. and why be a dick about it? And then we're like we're telling you this is really toxic. Like there's no need for all this extra shit. It's unnecessary. Yeah. It shouldn't yeah. be part of it. Like this, this I think we talked about this in another episode, gatekeeping, right? Where yeah. like, like these guys want to gatekeep because they feel like this is their community. Yeah. Because and then they only- complain they can't find girls that also are into the same thing. But here's, we always been into it. But here's the problem that I have with that. This is to them. This is the only thing they think they're good at. So yeah. they they have this this mentality that like I need to protect this for some reason, right? Because I need to be good at this. And if anybody else is good at this, bad boo them, you know, because they're taking it away from me. Whether it be male, female, you know, both. Let's, none. let's talk about that for a minute though, because and I'll use Nintendo as the perfect example. Um, when working in a toy store, Nintendo originally was put into the boys out and it was catered towards boys and our society has always done it. And once again, I'm happy that this is a conversation that is happening in this day and age, as far as us say, okay, no, there are many things that are gender neutral. Gaming is gender neutral, yeah, it's literally, right? Yeah. There's no such thing as a, as a female gamer and a guy gamer. It's just gamer. I always gamer. hated that term. When like people start saying girl gamer, I hate it. I'm like, I'm just a gamer. Like, I don't understand. Why are you giving me a, like, I'm a gamer. It's mm-hmm. it, everything's it's not like this is for boys like what? No, but for the longest our society was it's like I mean our society yeah. still fights over that. Yeah, you know, like, it's like the pink tax they call it. Yeah, you know, like like yeah. anything that's like in pink toys or whatever. Yeah. But what about more. OK, so I'm going to I'm going to say something real controversial right now. OK, mm-hmm. what about the females out there that help perpetuate this this stereotype and this problem? I need you to define that a little bit more because I feel like whenever somebody brings that up, they are they they use this argument, and I hope mm-hmm. this is what you're saying. Um, you're only you're not into playing this game. You're only playing it 
for the likes or you're playing it for the attention. Yes. I think yes. or they is- or as a girl gamer, right? They're playing only these girly type games, you know, therefore perpetuating the fact that only girls can play these type of games and they can't branch out into anything else. Well, that's like kind of toxic on their own way. Mm-hmm. Like that's also toxic. Why can't like anybody else play those gender like female like girly games? Like that makes no sense. Like anyone mm-hmm. can play it. <laughs> It's stupid all around. Like that's dumb. That shouldn't be. Everyone should be able to play whatever the fuck they want, and that's then it's discussion. There shouldn't be any more conversation. Yeah, Ag- agreed. But like we're having the conversations. So that's how you. Yeah, know but I'm just problem. saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's a problem. Well, once again, it's 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 about the fact that we're in a society that is is trying to keep to this patriarchy of this is gender specific instead of realizing game in general is gender neutral. All right. Yeah. And it, I all, and you got to blame because there's proof of it. <laughs> we talk about we, I, we're going to say it one more time. Mm-hmm. Blizzard and like I think it's also Rocksteady the way they were treating yeah. their staff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. So it's a it's a internalized like disgusting thing that's like yeah. That if they fix that within the community, like in within oh, yeah. the like creators and stuff, like there's so much things that need to be worked on. Oh yeah, awesome. no, I think in general because when we were doing the research regarding esports and stuff like that, we saw that there was a problem with the um with the esports players, the female esports players, right? That they were getting discriminated against. They were getting even less. WNBA, like for, I don't know why, because they're like WNBA. Uh, WNBA is much better than the NBA itself, and mm. it. The only reason people would never know this is because no one's actually paying attention. And it's very sad. It's very sad. If you actually watch their games and stuff like that, they have better playoffs than the actual NBA. Oh, yeah. They just finished their playoffs down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Um, But here's and then the most popular one, female soccer. Oh, yeah. Female soccer. They're the biggest ones that are dealing with the controversy right now. Yeah. They're the ones that actually won the World Cup. Yeah. Well, they won and, more championships than the men. And <laughs> they still get shit. For yep. what? It's crazy. Yep. It's like, it's never good enough. So, it's like, never good enough. So, my yeah. question always becomes like, and I've asked Charles this on multiple occasions, like, the gaming community, is that more or less toxic than any other community out there? Ah, that's kind of hard to say because, like, I feel every fandom has, like, you know, if you see and you break it down, it always ends up being very toxic also. Mm -hmm. But um, on a level of knowledge of what equally what everyone knows is gaming community sounds like the most toxic, but. The, there's other things we can say that's like as I, toxic I, as well. I think every community is toxic. Yeah. You know, surprisingly, it. what isn't? <laughs> what? Gunpla community. Gunpla community is not toxic at all. Uh, yes, it is. So, oh, um, shit. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I, but I'm saying from my, this is my oh, perspective. Okay. okay. As, as a girl that loves Gundam and uh-huh. been into Gunpla and then I have done meetups where mm-hmm. we just hang out and do that. I've never personally had issues, surprisingly. And I and then like every group I've been in, I never seen issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so it I never seen I never like so that's why I only say that. Compared to okay. everything else I've seen in every other platform, uh it's been the least toxic. I'm not saying it's free from toxic, toxicity. Okay. Toxicity. So I'm just I, saying I, it's <laughs> a lot less 
than others. <laughs> I, you know, I agree with you. So I, I'm going to say that it exists. And the reason I, 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 I from my, from my, from my perspective, uh, I think whenever I've seen like, and I'll just use IG as an example. I follow several different gunpla creators, both men and women who are, who are gunpla, who are gunpla like model, uh, uh, model builders. Cause I'm a model builder. A large majority of the women that I tend to follow do something similar to what game, what male, what, ah, what gamers who are men tend to call out when they post their images. Instead of just posting the artwork, they're posting themselves in whatever outfit that they feel sexually, that whatever outfit that they feel comfortable in. That's what sells, bro. Like- now, if that outfit comes across as, as being as being sexualized, which is a problem in itself, because that's more of. Are you talking about cosplay or them just dressed up? No, them just dressing up. So, oh, okay. and that sexualization falls on the viewer. It doesn't fall on them. Whatever they decide to wear, that's their comfort. Exactly. That's on them. But the perception of how people end up sexualizing them, once again, this is not on them. This is on the viewer. It tends to go to that place of you're not a real yeah the incel situation, and then they try selling. to test them. They try to yeah. test them and all that stuff. It's the same thing with like you know big boob streamer type shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it, I, I'll say something that, that that I think is very controversial. <laughs> I feel in the anime community and the manga community, women are more toxic than men. In the mangas? Yes. I feel that women gatekeep the same way that men gatekeep comic Could you care to explain, sir? The same way men gatekeep toxic with 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 extreme toxic prejudice i feel like you're comic books you're like probably talking about um Mm -hmm. the weird toxic fans that be like doing those weird ships and stuff and Uh, they get very like no no, that's protective okay i was like where are we going because there's like a lot of shipping shipping is a whole other conversation to have shipping in general (laughs) that's a whole war zone i don't want to get yeah that's Uh, i don't touch that yeah i was gonna say that you you're gonna start something. You gonna get hunted down. I don't want to, I'm not though. putting that on record right now. I'm not trying to get <laughs> shot from my window. <laughs> Listen, the, the Geetopians though, if they have a problem, they can take it with Sean Luke. Um, wow! No. Wow! Really? But no. When it comes to shipping, that's a whole, and we can talk about Voltron. Um, and Everything. It don't matter Ooh. what platform it yeah. is. Harry, Harry oh, Potter. It could be, like, it could be a, a daisy kept, and a sunflower. Don't talk mm-hmm. about it. Oh, it could be Captain America and Bucky Barnes. Just yeah. what, um, what I mean is more of, I think I'm talking more about the gatekeeping to- toxicity. Um, it used to be that, I used to think that, oh no, men are very toxic when it comes to, to manga. And I was like, I I feel in my experience when speaking to most women who who read manga, they are passionately like, like, hey, this is what it is. Like, it's nothing else but this. And it's like, okay, this is the same toxicity that men do. Like, this is there. There needs there should be a conversation where we're calling this out. Like, it's okay to be a fan of anything, whether if it's gaming, mm-hmm. comic books, but people need to be checked. That hey, look, just because you're a fan doesn't mean you attack me or or I attack you for what you're a fan of. And I say this because I feel like a lot of times it becomes discouraging. So for yourself, there's probably times when you were gaming that you had to overcome the idea of, okay, you know what? This is not a boys club. I want to be here because I deserve to be here. I am no different than anybody else. I am fairly honest. I didn't give mm-hmm. a fuck what anybody else thought. Male, okay. female, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So you can either like me or hate me. I don't care. Like, I'm okay. still going to do what I want. 
Um, and then the thing where you're saying, I would have to like honestly like disagree with that. That's, that's fine. And the only reason why I say that is because like you can't have a conversation with like there's a there's a group of people and then it's usually always just dudes and they assume yeah. a girl or anybody else depending on their appearance that they don't know what they're talking about or whatever or or just because they're they're you know it's it's the ones that like are not even like um branch out to only the usual what is it Naruto DBZ and yeah. then like you what else you got for me what else that, that's it just a couple shonen that's it and then you want to like and then you want to like attack a person it doesn't matter male or female um mm-hmm. and say they don't know anything about anime or stuff like that or whatever just because you're surprised they had never seen naruto or dbz or something like that yeah and i'm like <laughs> what at least the it's disrespectful no one should ever like like you said no one should ever like just because you're less knowledgeable or something attack you like that how are you going to have people the one to be involved in and get into stuff if you're going to be like pretentious about it yeah Um, you know what that is the proper word for it being pretentious yeah and what is i saying but um but yeah the whole like dudes always want a quiz or something when I like like I never had um yeah like people just always want to like quiz you I hate I hate when like I'll talk about comic books or something and then one dude said something and it was the most dumbest shit I've ever heard like he was so loud and wrong like <laughs> he was trying to correct me on something in it with a comic book character I don't even remember I like blacked it out it was that dumb and I was like um well that's wrong you're wrong and this is what the facts are and i like and they didn't take to other dudes in my comments that were yeah she's right blah blah blah, for the guy like oh okay so it because it coming out of my mouth Mm -hmm. it it has less meaning than coming out of a whole bunch of other other yeah because in that moment he felt like his ego he felt like his ego was hurt and i don't know why like why do you feel like like you're we're we're people we're we're having a conversation why do you feel so like your ego's blasted just because i actually do know more i can be pretentious too and you want to play this game (laughs) go two ways straight (laughs) and and it goes back to what i said though like because i can remember and maybe sean you you you, maybe you remember this i remember that joke about and i saw this on big bang theory too where they were like oh when they're in the comic book shop and like a, a woman will come in and i remember that growing up where like because you didn't see women go into comic book shops it was kind of like oh shit that's a woman you know that's that's also a a fan you didn't think of people as fans and then i don't know when it clicked or when the conversation happened when i went for myself i was like no that's a fan she's no different than i am like there's no need to hover over that person there's no need to act like they're a rare specimen like we never it's just that we just don't like we're not loud in your face. We're like, we always been there. Like, mm-hmm. I've always went to comic book shops by myself. I used to play uh, Warhammer on the tabletop because, you know, like every comic book oh, shop geez. used to have the tabletops no. there. So I used to hang out and do that and paint my own shit. I used to, like, be in Borders. Where are the Borders existed? Oh, my God. I used to just Ooh. hang out in the manga aisle, sitting by myself, reading shit and whatever, like, minding my business. I just you, been 
I just been doing this thing. And then mm-hmm. that's why, like, it always bothered me, like, when because, you know, media is so big and people talk about stuff now and everything and there's internet, it makes it easier for all of us to feel closer. You know what I mean? Compared to our generation, it was harder. So that's why I felt like there was no one there because there's no online presence, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I honestly believe that is why we felt like they didn't exist, that us girls did not exist around because... There was no internet, like, yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. us girls in our generation, we have no business be just roaming around where it's like mostly predominantly dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't got no phone back in the day. Well, you got a beeper. I doubt it. And like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you really think about it, our generation and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. what we had, and you like, you had your cousin or something, or you're like, you told your mom where you were going. That's it. Mm-hmm. But it was totally different when. Um, girls would tell where they're going, but there was more things we had to do and how we had to be home at a certain time mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like I grew up in the boys and girls club. So like I would sneak out from after school from there and go to those bookshops, but I had to be there. So I got picked up because, you know, I shouldn't be walking around mm-hmm. at a certain hour by myself as a young girl. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like if you really think about that, because there's an online internet presence when MySpace came out and stuff like that, you you start to see it. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're all here. It's just so much easier. And I think that's really what it is. I don't think it was ever rare. I think it's just that there was no way to connect. It wasn't as easy to connect. And the fact is, like I told you the safety reason. So it's much safer to meet people with same, uh, they like the same thing as you because you're not Mm -hmm. in the same room with a strange man you never met but you guys like the same things you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. so i really believe i don't believe in that thing about their they were rare or something like that they always existed always Mm -hmm. it's just that the the social like like i just said and everything i just said is totally different now Mm is way different now yeah, and well, that's I'm, my belief. I'm happy you said that because, and I agree with you. I used to blame the idea of commercial success. I'd be like, "Oh shit," you know. It just feels like, and I don't know if you guys ever said this. I would be like, "Oh shit," like I feel like there's so many people here who are fake, and this feels commercial. And that's why I felt when Big Bang Theory came out. That's like blackface <laughs> for nerds. I hate that show. <laughs> I hate it because you know every person that was a normie would come up to me and say some dumb shit. And then yes, I'd be like, oh my god, like they're Yo, trying to is- relate to me. And I'm like, <laughs> Yo, Yo, Yo I've been arguing. Face. I am so happy that someone else out there that agrees <laughs> with me. Oh <laughs> my god, I've been arguing this for so goddamn long. So, but Yo. Why I won't blame commercialism to the fullest extent? <laughs> because to your point, due to the internet, due to us now having spaces where we were, we went from being okay, you only knew one or two people who had your interests, so now you can find a whole community that has your yeah. interests. So I think sometimes when we look at it from a commercial aspect, we we tend to blame commercialism and be like, oh, like cosplay is more popular anime is more popular it's it's more about the financial success and i think that's true because there are businesses that are now like once again we live in a capitalist society who's like okay we can market to these people because we now know who our fan base is i think the commercial success has nothing to do with the audience um and there's this confusion where like oh now that things are commercial everybody's jumping on the bandwagon where no people were always on the bandwagon they just didn't have the resources there wasn't enough of the resources now that the, like the people the big heads that don't give a shit about us mm-hmm. are just realizing they can make money off us yeah and yeah. that is the key word like 
they're, they're just realizing, wow, these nerds. And especially because your generation, my generation, like, and the next generation, we are, are all nerds and we're like within these businesses yeah. and we're making shit happen that we always wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So like there's a, it's just a normal market now. Like now the like the market is always going to be like you want to everyone is feeling more comfortable to be mm-hmm. open to be nerds and stuff like that. And now the normies are the weird like outcasts. Like right. yeah, I'm God like well, right. well, isn't it isn't it funny? Because I think I was telling Sean that like comic. What used to be funny about Comic Con to me was like Comic Con used to feel like this was if you had a bully, it was the white flag. Because you would be in Comic Con and you look across the aisle and you're like, "Is that my bully over there?" <laughs> and he would look at you, you would look at him, and it'd be like, "You know what? While we're here, we're on peace terms." But like Monday warriors. Morning, but Monday morning, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's bullying as usual. But what's interesting about that idea is that what you find out is that there's so much commonality amongst people yeah. that, and I think cons kind of show that that no, like the things you were making fun of me for. You're here for the same thing. Even if you're here for the gaming portion, the fact that you're here means that mm-hmm. there's a common ground for us to like understand each other. And I, yeah. So right, that's I, I I hate to I hate to talk about, but I actually have been blessed of knowing like the diversity of of the community long before because um, I think you've met my sister. Uh, Charles, right? Yes, but I, I believe Gloria. Yeah. Gloria, yeah. yeah. So I grew up with uh, a friend since like mm-hmm. elementary school, right? And we have like been comic book nerds together. We've been video game nerds together. And she introduced me to a whole cavalcade of individuals early on, before the internet, before everyone. So I had a good early knowledge of what the community could be under the like the the realm of positivity. Okay. So like it, whenever I, I even early on when I went to my first cons, like I went to I went to Big Apple Expo, like the Big Apple Con, like that was one of the very first cons I went to when I was little. Right. And like I would be the ones to help out. Be like, look, you know, like if somebody was talking about something and they didn't know, I would be like, what? You don't know? Well, look, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. Right. This is what you're going to read. Right. So you can so you can see what I'm talking about, as opposed to being like, well, you know what? You're not a real fan because you don't know X, Y and Z. No, show them, let them know. Like, look. All right. So look at this. See if you agree with what I'm saying, you know, and if you don't agree, tell me why. You know, what do you see out of this comic? Like, look at this X-Men comic. Right. Look at the message that they're saying. Do you agree with the message? If not, let me know. I want to talk about it. You know, so like I feel like nowadays, you know, even yeah, it's it's growing because of the online community. My fear is that with that growth, there's always still going to be those people that are like, oh, you know, you don't understand what they're talking about. So how can you really be a fan? Same thing goes with cosplay. Right. When people dress up and they ask them all these 20, 30 questions about the cosplay, you know, and the person just literally wore the cosplay because they liked what it looked the like. The design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. Like, we shouldn't be like that. We should just like the fact is they were passionate enough to actually want to wear it and like yeah. go out in that or like show any form of interest. That's showing interest. Like, even if they didn't know where that person was from or that's showing interest about that person. And then when they find out, it's even more exciting. Yeah. 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 So I will leave off with this. And this is a cosplay one. I, every time I see a person of color dress up as a non person of color character, I am excited. It's amazing. It's fun. I'm excited. 
Yeah, it shouldn't um, be an issue at all in general. Like, <laughs> well, I love the fact that, and people call it. I love the, there's a there's a particular response that people give when people are like, "Why are you dressing up as that person? That person is not black." And somebody's like, "Well, they're not white either." Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. So my my favorite Starfire. Starfire. Oh, so is an alien. Exactly. They're a freaking alien. <laughs> Like no, when no when when Anna Diop was uh, cast as Starfire and everybody went freaking ancient. No, that was so stupid. Like, fuck <laughs> like, out of my face. Like, oh, they were they were nitpicking like uh, the outfit she oh, was wearing. But, but you weren't upset about Beast Boy, and, right? Like, <laughs> like yeah. come on, man! Like that's they, ridiculous. They were getting angry at dumb shit. It was so well. Stupid. We we can leave off on this last topic. Uh, the son of Superman, the biggest talk in the community right now. I could okay, give so two shits. I could give two shits. I, I, give I he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Shits. I don't give a fuck. First of all, they're stupid. It's not Clark Kent. Second of all, the people that are the most angry don't even read comics because if they were, where were you for the authority in Stormwatch for Apollo at midnight? Thank mm. you very much. What? Mm. Oh so my god, they can. <laughs> so i have to tell you a story and i didn't tell you this charles so this is like first time right um i was having a conversation i was having a conversation Mm -hmm. and the person was telling me now obviously they didn't read comics so they didn't truly understand the situation so they were like oh superman's son is turning by what does that mean so stupid turning (laughs) like what does that mean for my child, what do they have to look up to now that every character out there is turning is turning into the, this different gender loving um, person? I'm like, you can still love that child can still love the character for being the character, no matter who they're dating. Yeah. What you're basically saying is that this is going to influence their dating style. And it's not. Yeah. And the fact you're saying people with their own cer- certain sexuality, like I'm like, I'm pansexual. So like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm super gay. And like, <laughs> and like, you're, you're making it sound like you don't even see them as humans. Like yeah. what? Their personal th- life should not be like, why do you care? Like, it's not going to affect anybody. If anything, if you think about it from like all that hetero stuff that kids see all the time, going down their throat, you could see the view that is the same thing. Like, it's so stupid. Like I had to talk about the sexual objectivity of mm -hmm. female characters in comics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, so does that mean you want your son to literally sexually objectify storm Wonder Woman, yeah. Rogue, mm-hmm. like all these characters. Or what's his face that draw Captain America with T? What's the artist's name? <laughs> oh, um, was that? Was that, that wasn't Chris Cremont, was it? No. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but he's terrible. I, mean, I know exactly you who you're talking about. <laughs> Not even just the titties; it was the whole freaking obscure chest. Yeah, and then like, like it was like unrealistic men. Like, yeah, it was, it was so bad. His 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 anatomy drawing is terrible. <laughs> I mean, uh, once again, like it's and it. I, I just think this whole topic is like it's people trying to weaponize. They're just bored, and they're just for nothing. They can't like, just say they're ho- just say you're homophobic like, and racist yeah. and go on. Like that's yeah. what it is, though. Yeah. Like people that are always bothered about that, like just say you're like freaking homophobic and yeah. like racist and just move on. Like it's uh, you're a terrible remember, person. That's fine. That's on you. <laughs> like I don't remember when people tried to lose their shit during Ultimate X Men uh, when Nightcrawler was dating Colossus. Oh like, god, you don't read. You don't read. This. You don't read shit. You don't read this. Nope. And that's how I'm talking about when Iceman finally turned gay. Like yeah. <laughs> that was like we were waiting for that. We were like, um, we know it was and like I'm, when it happened. We already know. And apparently, people were complaining about the marriage with Northstar. Well, like. Uh, 
professional. Stop. That's how I feel sometimes. Sometimes when I hear somebody say, I just want to like, stop. And mind you, when this is just Marvel we're talking about, we haven't even touched DC. Yeah. Like, oh, DC is uh, just as bad when it I comes mean, to the toxicity. I mean, like, I had to remind someone, there. Wonder Woman was always, like, demisexual. Yeah. Right? Like, she would bang almost any and everything if need be. Like... Yeah. Like... She comes Wonder from Woman, a different culture. Like, that's how right. Like, she gets right. her needs where she needs it. <laughs> right. And people didn't understand that. Like, yo... Because well, people put I, their I, ideals on, like, of what yeah. they view is right onto these fictional characters, and yeah. that's not how it should be. Well, that, and remember, it, when it comes to comics, a lot of female characters are being written by men. Yeah. Yeah. By men. Yeah. yeah. There's this funny thing. I love it so much where these girls would, like, read out loud um, novels or whatever written, like, uh, women like written by men and it sounds so cringy and makes absolutely no sense like <laughs> she was moist mound like all these weird words and stuff and it's so fucking funny it was like <laughs> it's just so cringy it's like they obviously written this for them to get off on their own mm. personal time like it's so bad <laughs> i love them penthouse forums and disguise oh my god thing. like it, it's so hilarious you can Letters just tell playboy <laughs> exactly <laughs> Or like you can tell they've never been in contact with a woman. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like that's not even a right anatomy part. Excuse me, what? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on moist. That word is just. Uh... <laughs> she was moist all around her thighs. I also like, do. Wow. I also voice act night. Um, not safe for work. So I'm like. Desynthesized, <laughs> like really weird scripts. <laughs> well, this was a great deep dive, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, like I said, it's always the second half of the show that the shoot to shit part really, really just comes out. And, um, and I, I don't even know what to say at this point. Damn, moist. Ah, ah, ah. Sorry, is this that word? That word, and there's one other word, and I will. This is the only time you will hear me say this, Ketopians. That the word bussy. I love the word bussy. Last podcast I brought it up and one of them didn't know what it was and I went off. I was like, I love that word. I love saying this word because it just sounds it sounds moist. That's, that, <laughs> it sounds moist. Well, I mean it gets moist. And so. it's just well, it, I mean. Well, I mean. <laughs> Like when, so whenever I hear those two words, I'm just like, okay, I'm good. Good night, everybody. I'm done. I'm done. Like, so you, so you, so you don't want to hear nothing about a moist bussy. Ah, uh, well, see, you just took it too far, there, Sean. <laughs> you took it. Uh. <laughs> I love how she's just like, yeah. Uh, all right, Ames. <laughs> all right, it's great having you on. Let the let the Gitopians know where they can find you at. Uh, Twitter it's Ames, so it's A A I M Z, and then mm-hmm. everything else is Ames Taco, so T A K O. So Ames Taco. Yeah. All right. It was great having you on. I hope we can have you back on again for more shoot the shit fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I'm going to send you to the green room. All right, so we can just wrap up this show and and uh why do things have to be moist? Uh all right, I'm gonna send you to the green room. All right. Okay. All right. All right, Geektopians. That was this week's show. This is episode 43, I believe. 
Uh, listen, they're all blending in. They're all, yeah, blending, they're all in. blending in. They're all blending in like a moist bussy. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. So uh, this episode should be out next week um, because everything is pre-recorded. Also, we'll mm-hmm. be working on a new episode of uh, Geektopians, uh, the Geektopians of Sean Luke. Um, pretty much talking about uh, NYCC 2021. Yeah, we talked about and- this in the we should have our NYCC recap video. Uh, Geektopians present Quicktopians out this weekend. I'm going to say, so well, look out for that. By, as well. by by the time this airs, it should already be out. Yeah, it should already be out. All right. So, anything left, Sean? No, I think we're good. I, this has been a great episode. I'm, this I'm very is, happy. This has been my favorite episode. This has actually been my favorite. Yeah, this has been a hilarious episode. I loved All it. Right. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Charlie Radio Williams. And this is Sean Luke. And as always, we are out of here. Stay safe.